Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Character and Smallman on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Adam Wainwright joins us, brought to you by Chick-fil-A every Wednesday for Wednesdays with Wayno. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing great, Randy. How are you? Everything's going good here at the station. Hey, it's August. Once the calendar flips, I know that you and I are alike in this way. You start thinking about that fantasy football draft, don't you? Absolutely. Our, our clubhouse gets all fired up for it, and uh, I know people around the country are starting to buy their fantasy magazines and figure out who's on what team because there's always trades and free agent signings that you don't even know happened and you know there's key offensive linemen that are hurt and all that so we you got to do a little research if you want to if you want to be if you want to be able to beat old uncle charlie um <laughs> but you know right now is a good time uh because we get really excited about all the charities that we're going to help through big league impact with our fantasy football draft too so uh, it's fun to be competitive and it's fun to compete against, you know, your teammates and your, your, the, the donors that join in. But man, it's really rewarding to know how many people are going to be helped and, and even some lives saved from the, uh, from the, from the draft itself. And you can join the Cardinals Fantasy League at BigLeagueImpact.org. And Adam and I will talk more about what you can get out of that as we go on in this interview. But Adam, I want to talk about your ball club. I want to talk about you specifically because you're having such success at the, the point of your career that you are having success. And with the circumstances as they are, I know it's always fun to play on teams that win 100 games and that you know are going to be in the playoffs. But just from your personal perspective of being a competitor, how much fun are you having? And how does this fun compare to that fun? Uh, as far as comparing to the playoffs fun? Yeah. Or, well, two different kinds of fun. I mean, one, I'm having a great time sort of uh, – outperforming expectations from from uh, many people. I remember right before the season started, my brother said, how you feeling? I said, I'm feeling literally like as good or better than any year since 2014 for sure, you know? And he was like, really? And I said, absolutely. You know, I'm feeling healthy. I feel confident. And in spring training, I was, you know, I was throwing eight or nine pitches every inning, I mean, giving up one hit a game, I really felt real confident going into the season. And then I looked up the the fantasy draft, the baseball draft, like, you know, like same thing we would do for football. I, I looked up to see, like, where I would be listed in the top 100, and I wasn't even on it. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, there's there's pitchers that, that are, you know, number fives on – the worst team in baseball that are on here, and I'm I'm not even in I'm not even in here, and and, and some of that's 
fair because I'm, you know, getting kind of long in the tooth, and I had a couple of seasons where I was hurt. But the last couple of seasons, I I performed better and better each year, and so uh, I was looking to con- continue carrying that momentum into this season. And hopefully, I was hoping to get a little nod from somebody saying, you know, this guy's old, but he's still pretty good. But I didn't get any love like that, which is exactly what I needed to fire me up even farther. You know how I get, Randy. If, mm-hmm. there's, if there's some motivation out there like that, I'll use it. And uh, that's certainly what I was trying to do. So with that being the case, are, are you leaning towards playing next year? I know that there's a lot that goes into it. But just from a, a physical competitive standpoint, is there any reason for you not to pitch from those standpoints next year? Physically, no. I mean, from a physical standpoint, from a from a competitive standpoint, absolutely not. Um, you know, I would I would pitch five more years if it was just about going out and competing and and still having fun. I mean, I love pitching. I just love pitching. I love the at the at at the very center of the game. And the most beautiful part about baseball to me is. You know, it's a team sport, no doubt. You're playing against another team. But there's a competition every single pitch between the pitcher and the batter that it, no matter what, it's going to happen. And, and it's a competition. And I love that. I love competing. And, it, and I'll get to look at that guy in the eyes and go, I want this more than you. Let's go. Come on, bring it. I love that. You know, that's just so fun. And uh, as far as as far as the team game goes, you know, I, I I can't think of another sport where it's it's team related, but it's just one on one every single play, and that's that's how it is with baseball. And I, you know, when I play, I play a little bit of tennis every now and then, or I used to before uh, baseball, and, and and that's like I like the singles. You know, I play play some ping pong. I like singles. I, I don't like doubles because then if my partner hits it out, I'm kind of like, oh, gosh, dude. <laughs> You know, what are you doing? Get the ball in. I like having the ball in my hand every pitch, and so I, that's why I like pitching so much, I think. I think the other thing for you is, in addition to having that one-on-one matchup, tell me if I'm wrong here, that there's thought that goes into it. I, that's part of the reason that you aren't a DH fan, because you like the thinking aspect of the game, and that means thinking about what the, the hitter is thinking. Yeah, definitely. Definitely trying to outthink him, and he's trying to outthink me, and sometimes... Sometimes you get to a point where you go, I know he knows what I'm thinking, and I know I know what he's thinking, but I don't care because he still can't hit it. You know, that's a, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's some of that going on, too. There's a little bit of moxie that goes in there that, that you got to every now and then go, all right, he's expecting it, and everyone else is expecting it, but that's the pitch I need to throw right now because that's the one I believe in the most, and I'm going to get the results I want out of it. And sometimes it's a... I know what he's thinking, and I know what I'm thinking. And so I'm going to change it because he knows what I'm thinking, and I'm thinking what he's thinking, and I'm thinking. And, that, you know, that that whole thing. There's a great story about Greg Maddox and Tony Gwynn. Uh, when you take it way back, when Greg Maddox, you know, one of the greatest pitchers of all time, obviously, was pitching in Tony Gwynn, and Tony Gwynn's career hit like 500 or close to it off of Greg Maddox with, like, over a hundred of at bats, you know, just tons of at bats. And so he, he goes up, he gets a single in his first at bat, single in his second at bat, he comes up for his third one, and Tony Gwynn looks out at Greg Maddox and he goes, all right, 
he's thinking that I'm thinking that he got me out with this pitch, and because of that, I'm going to think this because he's thinking that. Then he goes, but he knows that, so I'm going to think this, or I'm going to look for this because he thinks I'm looking for that because if they stop blasted that, there's no way I'm going to look for that. And he goes, all right, that's what I'm going to do. And he goes up there, and he hits it. He hits a line drive up the middle. So he's in the next day. He says, Max, what were you thinking? Because here's what I was thinking that you were thinking that I was thinking that you were thinking. And Maddox goes, well, I knew you were going to hit a single up the middle anyway, so I just threw you a fastball down the middle on the first pitch you got it over with. That's great. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. Wayno, have you ever, until now, been the only right-hander in a rotation? Never. Uh, never, never, never. And I've been a part of quite a few staffs that had all right-handers. Most of the staffs I've been a part of, I think, have been all right-handers. Uh, but never seen, never been a part of a staff with all lefties except for me. That's kind of crazy. And now you have the new two new left-handers, John Lester, who you know very well, and Jay Happ, who's also been around. You talk about grizzled experience on a pitching staff. You've got it. We do. And I was watching I was watching the Olympics last night, and uh, our old friend Frank Cusimano comes on, and he he's doing a, a bit about, you know, the Cardinals' rotation. And he starts off and he goes, man, man, are these guys old. They're so old. Look how old these guys. I'm like, Frank, gosh, take it easy, buddy. But you know what? I said, yeah, there's a there's a lot of World Series between me and Lester, and he he whooped me in the 2013 World Series twice. So, a lot of experience there. A lot of big games won between the two of us. And Jay Jay's got a lot of talent. Jay Jay uh, has, still has a big arm, still has great stuff, and uh, I. I think we're going to be able to tweak a couple of things with Jay's game, and we're going to turn him around. I really believe that. How do you do that? You've Over the years, the Cardinals have brought so many pitchers in and been able to turn them around. Generally, what do you and the pitching coach and the Cardinals have? What's the magic touch? Well, sometimes it's a mindset. You know, uh, I think more than anything, and I, I don't know this for sure yet because I haven't seen – you know, a whole lot of action yet out of out of J.A. and out of Lester. But I think with with Jay, I think what we're working with is a guy who just needed a, a, a change of scenery and a little fresh reboot to his mental game a little bit. Uh, very talented physically, and uh, I think you just I think you just need a little bit of excitement. I've been trying to pump him up all week. I'm going to do the same thing today when we sit on the bench. I'm going to fire him up the whole game, get his mental game, get him all believing in himself. You know, that's a big thing is is uh, is not so much your talent, but what you can make your talent do. What can you what can you take out there with you on the mound that you fully believe in 100% is going to get the job done? And what do you take out there that that uh, you know you don't have a whole lot of belief in? It? And we're trying to get rid of all that stuff that, that there's not a, a whole lot of belief in. That's Adam Wainwright Wednesdays with Wayno on 101 ESPN. More coming up right after this. We're right back to the Character and Smallman podcast on 101 ESPN. Adam Wainwright joining us Wednesdays with Wayno here on 101 ESPN. And Wayno, we had John 
Mozeliak on the show the other day, and I asked him what the path would be to the playoffs, what the best-case scenario would be for the 2021 Cardinals, and he said it would be to get to that one-game wild card. Is that something that you guys talk about in the in the clubhouse, what a path would be like to the playoffs? There's a lot of different ways to look at it. We have the balls in our court in a way that uh, is pretty unique. You know, we're, what are we, seven or eight games behind the Brewers right now? But we play them 13 times coming up. That's a lot of games. You can make up a lot of ground right there uh, if you play those games well. This is kind of the speech that I gave in 2011, right? Like, we were ten and a half games back, but the math made sense because we played against all the teams that were ahead of us, and we played them a bunch. And right now we're playing against, we're about to play, about to play the Braves. We got 13 games against the against the uh, the Brewers coming up. We play against the Pirates. We play against the Cubs. We play against the teams that you know traded everybody. So there's a lot of games to be won there if we if we take the bull by the horns. We just got to be confident. We got to believe we can make it happen. And uh, I think we have the pieces to make it happen because we have superstars in the middle of our lineup that say that. You know, it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to believe it. It's another thing to, to say it and believe it and look at your team and go, yeah, I believe it because we have the people here that can make it happen. And uh, we've seen it happen before in a much more hard situation, you know, down ten and a half with one month to play, the odds are just not good. And it just you know, we're gonna need some help. We're gonna need the teams ahead of us to play, you know, not flawless baseball. The Brewers have been playing pretty flawless baseball for a while now. They got two really good pitchers. They got uh, some great defense going back there behind them too. So you know, we're gonna have to win those games. They're not gonna give them to us. They're not gonna be handed to us on a silver platter. We gotta go out and win those games. But I think we're fully capable of doing it. Adam, when you make that speech, when you tell the guys, okay, the math actually does work in our favor, how do you pick your spot? Have you already had that talk with your teammates, or uh, how do you decide when is a good time to do it? Yeah, I've already, we, I talked to the team. You know, I sent a message out to everybody on the team a few days ago. Just reminded them that, you know, the math is there. Like, this, this can happen. You need to believe it 100%. You need to come to the field ready to whoop somebody. You know, don't worry about what we did in June or May or March or whenever it was. It doesn't matter anymore. What, we, what matters is what we do going forward. And the, the chances of us winning are in, it's in our own hands. We control our own destiny. We win the games that we need to win. We're going to put ourselves in a good spot. And uh, that's just all we can do, right? That's all we can control is what we can control. We can't control whether the other teams are going to go out and win or lose, but except for the team that we're playing against, except for the team. Sometimes sometimes you beat yourself. We're, we just can't beat ourselves going down the stretch. We, we're going to have to win those games. We're going to have to play competitive baseball. We're going to have to show up every day with urgency and ready to rock. And, and uh, if not, we're going to be find ourselves at home in October, and that'll be a real shame. All right, Adam, i got to ask you one quick fantasy football question before we talk about your league. Tom Brady just turned 44 years old. It's amazing. And I know that quarterbacks are generally overvalued. You don't want to take a quarterback before the sixth or seventh round. But can you believe that we're all going to consider taking a 44-year-old quarterback? Well, uh, 44 to Tom Brady is just a number because he looks 
and, and probably feels, and the picture tells the story, he looks in better shape than when he was drafted. I mean, that, that old draft day picture is hilarious because he, he doesn't have a muscle on his body. And, you know, he's kind of soft, and, but he's still got the same competitive spirit, but now he's just his body is just a temple. You know, the guy doesn't eat anything bad. He works out. You know, he's got a great routine. He's got processes in place which, which allow him to succeed, which is exactly what I've been trying to do these last two years is, is have the best processes in place where you can just kind of go out and be a robot. And that's, he's a robot. I mean, this guy, you, the video the other day he posted on, on Twitter, whatever it was, where he throws the ball into the, the jugs machine three times in a row. Some people don't believe it. I think it's real. I think he did that. I think I, you see the machine move when he throws it. And if anybody could do that, he's a robot. He, he could do it. And I just, I think it's awesome. His, uh, his counterpart, Zach Wilson, from the Jets, turned 22 today also. He's half his age. It's amazing. I think that's just, that's just amazing. It's so cool to see. People think I'm old. This guy's, you know, four years older than me. I, I mean, was, how cool is that? Yeah, is he at any level an inspiration for you? Sure he is. I talked to his, I talked to his trainer, Alex Guerrero, uh, three or four years ago now when I was, when I was injured and knew I needed to you know, make a life change. Talked to his trainer for two hours one day and just talked about all the things that he does and the things he had to change and cut out of his diet and things he had to cut out of his, his lifting program and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I wouldn't have made that call if he wasn't an inspiration to me. I wouldn't have called his guy in particular if, uh, if I didn't think that there was some patterns there that, that absolutely makes sense for, for older athletes continuing to be successful at their, in their game and their craft. And, and that's the thing about that's the thing about being a professional in, in any level, whether it's baseball or banking or whatever, it doesn't matter. You want to continue to be great. The, the older you get, and the more you are in that business, you have to make adjustments. You cannot just continue to do the same thing all the time and expect that you'll always stay at the same level. You know, especially when we're talking about our bodies and how our bodies change. It's it is a game where we're constantly bobbing and weaving. You know, some days you're hurt, some days you're injured, some days you're feeling great, some days whatever, and you have to listen to that. But your body will tell you a lot of times when it's not working, hey, change it up. Something needs to change. And what is it about Tom that allows him to be successful? Well, he changed his entire diet, life, so he could recover better, you know. He got he gets the, the appropriate amount of sleep every night. He, he drinks the appropriate amount of water. He does all the stuff that you need to do to be successful. And when you do all those processes and when you, when you, do, when you give it your best effort to, to put everything in place to go out there and have the, 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 most, the best chance to succeed, that's when you're going to have the best chance to succeed. It, it doesn't happen by chance. It's, just, it's not lucky that he's still playing. You know, I think it's, the same can be said for, for people who are professionals at any level. The ones that continue to be great at their craft, they have processes in place. They know what to do and how to do it. They also know how to listen when they need to make adjustments they can do it. And that's just such a cool thing, man. It's really fun to see. Well, Adam Wainwright, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. And as you've mentioned, uh, the people that contribute to Big League Impact, whether it's through the all-win campaign or fantasy football, Big League Impact is changing the world. And I know that uh, here we are headed down the stretch, a little fewer than 60 games left, and that all-win campaign is still going strong. It is going strong. We, we, and we love to have people joining with us on those, uh, 
those all-win campaigns. Every single game we, we win, uh, money goes to help people in need around this. And, and uh, you know, the people of St. Louis always get behind us, so we'd love to join, have you join us in on the all-win all campaign that's still going strong. You can find it on bigleagueimpact.org. Or uh, join in on our fantasy football draft. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have sweet tickets for y'all. We're going to have fun talking trash and playing against each other all fantasy football season long. So uh, thanks for uh, thanks for anybody who's considering it. We'd love to have you join in. And all you need to do. Oh, I got to talk about the trips, the, the, the prizes, too. The prizes are amazing. The grand prize winner is going to win a trip for two to spring training in 2022 when Let's just pray that everything is back to normal and we can have, you know, 100% capacity of spring training and, and, and we'll take care of all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're, we got new merchandise online. We got hats and shirts and all that kind of stuff. You can wear those on the plane when you come down to watch us in spring training too. So coming down to watch us in spring training 2022, I like to hear that, Adam. You just gave it away. Us because I'm a Cardinal. You know, whether I'm playing for the Cardinals or not, I'll be a Cardinal. <laughs> You're the best. Thanks for your time. Have a f- uh, great week, and we'll talk to you next week, Adam. All right, thanks. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week. So patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. When did life start getting so complicated? Buying a home? Complicated. Home finances? Certainly not a walk in the park. Raising kids? Yeah, it's a lot. Then there's insurance. What if my policy doesn't cover this? Or what if I make a claim in the middle of the night? Good news, State Farm is there for your what-ifs. So even if life gets tricky, insurance doesn't have to be. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for your quote today.